Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Hey, you know what? I'm getting kind of tired of talking about um, COVID and what's next and what vaccines and what's next. Because I want to talk about what our leaders believe to be the best band-aids. That's right. Band-aids, not actual solutions, but band-aids to COVID. They believe raising taxes. They believe banning, uh, you know, lawnmowers in California now. I'll get to that in a minute. And, of course, they believe that uh, fair share should only apply to the tenants of apartments in New York City and the five boroughs and not the actual payments of rent to the landlords. And how do they fix that? Again, through uh, a, a big package of relief for the landlord. And I want to start there. We all talk about this idea of a fair share, right? We want everybody to have their fair share. $15 gives someone a fair share. But in my feeling, a fair share would also say, well, if people are closing on houses and whatnot, then why can't tenants finally be asked to pay rent again? Why does it take a $125 billion landlord relief package, which our tax dollars in New York City will be paying for when the easy solution is have people pay rent again. Have people pay rent again. That's my easy solution. I'm not a landlord. I'm not a tenant. I'm not struggling to the, the point where I can't meet the first of the month. And I, I am definitely, definitely cognizant that people are struggling to pay for the first of the month. But there's got to be a feeling that with all the stimulus people have gotten, with all the money people have gotten, how they weren't able to pay their rent, you're surprised they didn't budget for that. This eviction moratorium continues on, I believe, through March, through January 22. And that would be okay if the, the 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 idea was that they couldn't pay but we've seen ppp loans be taken out by hunter biden okay we've seen ppp loans be taken out by someone who uses on yachts and everything luxurious and not actually dealing with crisis So where's the fair share for the landlord struggling to get the rent and not being able to evict still? Where is that help for the landlord besides asking we taxpayers to pay for relief funds that I believe could come out of the actual tenants again? $125 billion dollars relief fund for landlords. It's nice that they're getting relief, and believe me, I know not all landlords are easy to get along with. I know not all landlords are worth covering for. I I, I do lean to the tenant a lot more, believe it or not. But when our tax dollars... See, here's the thing, everybody. Able-bodied, disabled... Athlete, superstar, whatever you are, we all pay taxes. 
That's why, as I mentioned in my blog on alexjnyc.com, blogging about it, podcasting about it, is worth talking about. Because we are all paying into this. We are all paying into a rent relief for landlords. Instead of saying, well, why can't tenants pay up? According to City Limits, more than 1,600 New York landlords apply for COVID rental relief. On new funds, I'm sorry, $125 million landlord rental assistance program. $125 million LRAP, landlord rental assistance program. The applications were put in by 1,600 New York landlords locked out of the state's $2.7 billion COVID rent relief program, applied for a fresh pot of money. Where'd the money come from? State officials are seeking to reimburse property owners. This according to David Brand of CityLimits.org. I forgot how good they are about this. And landlords have to submit, as well as tenants, to get money from the ERAP, Emergency Rental Assistance Program. That meant that landlords were out of luck if tenants vacated the apartment without paying arrears or otherwise declined to apply for ERAP. So tenants were able to just leave their apartment without paying the landlord. Is that fair share? We can all hate the landlord all we want, but when we talk about fair share, shouldn't the landlord be included in getting the money due to them before they fly out of there, before they get to go? I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy that landlords were literally shit out of luck if tenants vacated the apartment without paying their arrears or otherwise declined to apply for rap. And no consequence seems like for doing so. Governor Halko says this is a critical tool to close that guy. Hey, you know what a critical tool would be? Is stop bugging us, stop digging into our taxpaying dollars for something like this and start doling it out for real issues of homelessness. Like, what I mean is, we're already paying into Thrive NYC, which is supposed to help homeless. And, uh, and now, and now, we're saying, well, we're going to inject more of our taxpaying dollars into something that should have been collected from the tenants, especially if they had the balls to vacate the apartment without paying their debts, without, no, without a consequence. I don't think you leave unless you have something else lined up, No. So, 
I don't I don't understand how this program uh, couldn't have been solved by because we're going to pay more into taxes to pay for these programs. I have to believe. So why should the hardworking American taxes or New Yorker taxes go to something that they just neglected to say? Well, if you're a tenant, you have to pay up now. If you're leaving the apartment, especially, you have to pay up now. Where was that urgency? No, it was all about the moratorium. Should we create? Should we extend it? Should we not? Should we? You know, and there was all this threats of homelessness if the eviction moratorium was up. And I agree, people can't pay right now. But those that can, but decided not to, and didn't even want to apply, just vacate the apartment, then. Broadly speaking, broadly speaking, this this program should not have even been needed. You should have just said, hey, we're lifting the moratorium. If you have the money from the stimulus packages, let's see you pay up to the landlord. There is a gap, gap Governor Hochul, you're right. You're right. And by the way, some of these uh, landlords have been owed rent since March 1st, 2020. And by the fact that 1,600 property owners have submitted means they're hungry. They're hungry for their money. They're hungry for the rent that's due the first of the month. And then landlords are worried that the bigger landlords are going to elbow out smaller owners, according to this article on citylimits.org. I'm going to post this on my page and, and on the podcast chapters for you guys to take a look. But tenants moving out, yet they're the victim here? The tenants that moved out are the victim here? That's the fair share we're talking about in New York City? I don't think so. But if you think that is crazy about the where our taxes are going, there's more. COVID is being used as an excuse to put a minimum 15% global tax rate, uh, which 136 countries have now agreed to pay. I wrote about this on Alex at AlexNYC.com. Should America adapt to a global minimum tax of 15%? But that, but that tax on profits made by companies over $150 billion, all right, is to stop the offshore investments. And believe me, corporate inversion drives me absolutely off the wall. Corporate inversion drives me crazy. But they can go from 15% to way more. To way more. Oh, and to way more. They even float the idea of a seventy, a 25% tax in certain cases. But when you set a minimum, that means they can do whatever they want after 15%. That will affect the small business owner in America... As much as the Starbucks, the Amazon. And by the way, can we talk about this? 
we're penalizing the big companies for their offshore investments, right? That's the whole point of this global minimum tax. That's the whole point. Reuters says, many governments want more than ever to discourage multinationals from shifting profits and tax revenues to low-tax countries, regardless of where their sales are made, to get rid of, to, to evade taxes. Now, the tax code might be, there might be a tax code in place. But if we're so concerned about taxing the big guy, why is it that on, in Washington Heights, Coogan's, Coogan's Restaurant, a beloved restaurant and grill by Columbia University Hospital, is shut down, yet McDonald's down the block, yet Starbucks right next door, yet Amazon, all these different places can open up. Why is the little guy getting shifted out of here if we're so against the 1%? Uh, President Biden, uh, VP Harris, Occupy Wall Street. Why is the 1% still getting the benefit when, and the little guy can't even get their their, their place open, their, their restaurant open in a pandemic? It's closed now. Beloved Coogan's. Yeah, Starbucks is thriving. Someone explain that. Someone explain that to me. I call this idea that big corporations would just be hit feels like a farce. I could see hardworking American small business owners who have a company that works around the world being hit with this minimum tax. I think I've said this before on this podcast, but if I haven't, here is how I'd like the tax structure to be. We could say a flat tax. We could say a flat tax across the board. But for bigger corporations, I think they're called like C-Corps or whatever. For the big corporations, fine. Put them at like 21%. For the S-Corp, the smaller corporations, put them at 15%. Have a different level there, a different structure there. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. But I would have... I'd have to look into the global minimum tax more. But we're not even asking China to to pay up anything. Yet 136 countries are going to ask corporations, big and small, to buy into this. And the fact that we're in this in the global, global spectrum is never good for America. We are not the global states of America. We are the United States of America who help out around the globe where and when needed. That is who we are. That's who we should be. That's who we always should be and were up until globalists globalists wanted to just bring us into the fold. And sometimes that's not good. Sometimes we pay in more than our fair share. We pay in for other countries. If you want to have a fair share, make those countries pay up. NATO? NATO? That would be the uh, honest fair share. Make the tenants who are fleeing these apartments pay up. That's fair share to the landlord, don't you think? But to do these things in the name of COVID really is the sticking point for me. To tax us, to 
do programs and and ask us for our money back through different taxes because of the stimulus in the name of COVID is sickening. And our our dollars are now going into this LRAP after the ERAP ran out of money. And they will keep taxing us and they will raise the taxes and and it will be bad, especially if this $3.1 trillion infrastructure plan goes into play. Wouldn't you agree? Alex at AlexGNYC.com Alex at AlexGNYC.com Now this isn't necessarily in the name of COVID but it is in the name of absurdity. California this is according to the Los Angeles Times is moving toward a ban on lawnmowers and leaf blowers powered by gas. This is according to Phil Willen uh, who just published this Last night, 6.32 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. As of 2024, newly re-elected Governor Gavin Newsom, if you think about it, uh, he was re-elected because the recall failed, California will outlaw the sale of new gas-powered lawnmowers. The law requires all newly sold small motor equipment, primarily used for landscaping, to be zero emissions. That they might start banning planes at this point. They might. Oh no, wait! They're not going to start banning the SUVs because they need the SUVs to get to their functions where they can wear, take their mask off. Let me say that again. Climate uh, leaders, you know, politicians who who tout climate change as a reason for banning things like a lawnmower, will then take their SUV to be maskless at a restaurant while penalizing those who are maskless. The hypocrisy is real. They will require zero emissions, but what about that SUV to go to a maskless dinner, Governor Newsom? Ex-Governor Cuomo. I'm pretty sure Governor Hochul eventually will be found. Governor Murphy. What about your gas-powered SUV that you roll around town, Mayor de Blasio? What about that? You people and your climate change bans, yet you drive your SUV to a maskless party while saying, why aren't you wearing a mask? And then saying, you could be fine if you don't wear a mask. This do as I say, not as I do mentality is going to kill America. And now you're going after lawnmowers and leaf blowers and chainsaws and chainsaws. Well, and doesn't Freddy Krueger have that chainsaw where he's got to wear, where he's got it? I guess he's got to go uh, gas, zero emissions chainsaw in Freddy Krueger and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. By that target date of 2024 or soon, or as soon as the California Air Resources Board determines it's feasible. Gas power generators must also be zero emissions by 2028. This is insanity. This is insanity. They are banning lawnmowers, leaf blowers, and chainsaws in California. That is insane. The zero emissions. 
yet their SUV to a maskless dinner party is A-OK, right? This is absurd. I've never, I've, I, I, I don't know what to say. How is this feasible? Leaf blowers and fucking, oh, sorry. And freaking, freaking lawnmowers. I can curse, but I really don't want to because I want these things to be tape ready for radio one day. One day. But for now, I will drop the F-bomb accidentally. Because it is pissing me off that we have to see SUVs which the ex-governor which all our politicians use, let's not lie about that and say only one side, I think all of them do. This is this is insane. This is really, 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 really revving me up like you'd rev up that gas, that leaf blower. I don't know. I don't know. But gas-powered lawnmowers and leaf blowers will be banned in California by 2024. Do you understand how insane this is? The SUV to the maskless dinner party is a-okay. But in your backyard, you now have to be told what kind of leaf blower you can use. What kind of lawnmower you can use. It's about as insane as the Giants-Cowboys game was. Daniel Jones, how are you okay right now? How is that not helmet to helmet? Refs, where were you on that? Saquon Barkley, you're, you're down again? What is going on with the Giants? That's insane. I got to get a NIMBY activist on here to talk about this. A not in my backyard. Chaos and chaos and more chaos. The SUV to the maskless dinner party is quite all right. But the, 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 the gas powered leaf blower (laughs) is <laughs> not Gavin Newsom how are you re-elected even how how are you even re- re-elected Larry Elder we miss you man and I wish you were leading that state right now I wish the recall effort didn't fail I don't I, I wish that it didn't fail Oh, and speaking of banning, the idea that gun-free zones, gun-free zones,
gun-free zones are are safe because the honest people won't use a gun in a gun-free zone, but the killers will? That society we're setting up? That's the banning we're doing. We're not... But, you know, today is Mental Health Awareness Day, and maybe instead of banning things and taxing things, we actually look at our souls, people. Instead of banning and taxing and saying you can't have this, you can't have that, look in the soul. Look in the soul of the killers that, like Brian Laundry. Okay, he's a killer. I am convinced he's a killer. Look at his mic. Minds his mental health to do that to Gabby Petito. Look at the killers that shoot up these schools. That's a mental health issue. That's not a banning the gun issue. And I could be canceled for saying that. By the way, speaking of being canceled, happy effing Columbus Day. You know, by discrediting Columbus Day, you're actually telling people of Italian, Italian, uh, Background, you don't matter anymore. No, Columbus Day in our generation was really to honor the Italian Americans. That's how I see it. I know that I believe it was from Genoa, uh, Christopher Columbus. I could be wrong about that. But I know what he did. I know that in addition to finding the Americas, he had a bad side to him. But I also know. Today, or this weekend, Columbus Day weekend, is to honor the work of the Italian-Americans that have made an impact in this country. Whether born here or coming over from Italy. That's who they honor on Columbus Day every single year. His contributions alone to finding the Americas... There's more to it. There's more to it. And we can all understand the pain. We understand the way Columbus Day. We don't understand the pain of Thanksgiving. Although I think Thanksgiving really is a special day because that's when they had their first meal. Their first meal together. When the pilgrims and the Indians put aside their differences. That's what Columbus Day, that's what Thanksgiving is. A feast of unity. That's what it is to me, anyway. Maybe I'm right reading just the whitewashed book, but I don't think so. I, I I think there's something to that first meal between the Indians and the pilgrims. So let's work to not be canceled, but let's also work on not canceling out leaf blowers and. You know, chain uh, and lawnmowers. That's wild as heck. And it's why the Democrats are making no sense. It's why I'm sure Andrew Yang left the Democratic Party because of insanity like this. Insanity like this. I I feel like Governor Hochul's made some news also. Because she released... Nine Rikers inmates who have been rearrested. That's what I was reading. She let out 
the release of 191 inmates. And nine of them have been rearrested. That's the Democratic Party of today. You can't sugarcoat that one way or the other. By the way, where's Joe Biden? Where is he? Is he in the White House or is he on a fake set somewhere in Hollywood? I'm kidding. He's right across the street apparently. But what is that? A fake White House? I, I, what, what year? Where are we? Zager and Evans, you talk about 2025, 25-25, we're there. We've got fake sets. We've got a pill that could cure COVID. We've got, uh, I don't know, <laughs> leaf blowers and lawnmowers that could be banned. We've got governors going to maskless dinner parties, but demanding their citizens wear masks while in their SUV. You know what? You figure this out. I don't know where to go from here. But the fact that taxes and banning things is the answer to the... Is the real band-aid they feel it should be... Is a band-aid is disturbing. Let's focus on the real issues. On keeping it real with Alex Garrett. And why. Why the fair share isn't being had right now. Especially between landlords and tenants. As I started out this podcast with. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon.